Hey guys, it's uh, Josh here. Um, just letting you know before the episode starts, uh, we are uh, starting these podcasts basically from scratch. We haven't done a podcast for a couple months. We talked about that uh, in the show proper, but uh, we're kind of like relearning all of the uh, tools and, and the programs and everything. There is a section of this episode that... Uh, we're actually not sure what happened, but uh, the audio recorder cut out. Uh, it's a little jarring, so you'll notice it when you hear it, but um, you're not missing anything uh, in the episode itself. It's uh, um, We were just kind of like going off on a little bit of a tangent about uh, about Dungeons and Dragons, so you can you're, you're really not missing much, but it's also it, it's the recording itself it's not like your download or anything so um don't worry too much about it uh the episode itself weighs in at around an hour so you really didn't didn't miss too much uh that's it i'll let the uh music play I, I know you start with you saying hello, yeah. and then I say, it. you know. So I say hello. Yeah. And you say. Hello. And Just like I that. say, this is Josh. And I'm Kamala. And this is what we're into. It's a date night podcast. Oh, you didn't do it. Oh, no. I didn't, no, do, you it. didn't do it. Yay. Should we start over? <laughs> no, don't start over. Uh, hold on. Uh, this is Josh. This is Kamala. And this is what we're into. Yay. Yay. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, it has been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Uh, I mean, not for the people listening. Um, you listened to, well, hopefully you listened to the episode before this. That would have been the uh, Ninja Sex Party episode. That's right. In that episode, we said that uh, we hadn't recorded in six months, and we recorded that episode six months ago. So yeah. it's been a whole year since... We recorded uh, anything new. Well, I mean... <laughs> It's been sick. It's been a year since we put out a new new episode. That's correct. It's been six months since we put out a new episode, and this is six months later from that new. Did that help? That that, that doesn't. Didn't no, make that's sense. just going. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. Uh, this is a date night podcast. It's two. 30-somethings. Oh, my God. You are now in the 30-something for sure. Yeah. He just had a birthday. I did just have a birthday. Maybe we should play the birthday song again. (laughs) It's his birthday. It's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to cut that in for sure. Of course. Um, It's now the 30-somethings for for real 30-somethings. No, Uh, real. For real. We have very limited free time, and we've feel like we should spend that free time doing things that we like and you know then we bring it to you and tell you about the things we like and then maybe you want to go maybe it's something that you like later so yeah. I, that's 
that's not as meandering as, as I remember it being, so that's no, good. That's let's, good. Let's do that. That works. <laughs> we'll, we'll, the bugs will be ironed out in yeah. the episode. We'll figure I it mean, out. We'll get back to our groove again. Yeah, there's a rhythm that we have lost. Oh, yeah. So. We, it's really bad. Uh, I guess we have a whole big list because the year that we took off, uh, we were... Checking, liking all kinds of stuff. Liking a bunch of stuff. And all kinds of good, good stuff. Every time we find something new, we were just like... And we can do a podcast We're going to do that. that podcast once mm-hmm. we start doing the podcast again. So uh, <laughs> we apologize for, you know, if, if you were one of those two or three random people who were like, when are you going to do another podcast? Yes, Either, we had that you know, question. A lot. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Sorry. But we're back now. We're back now. You know, we we'll be a little you. bit better. Yeah, hopefully. I mean... The the goal here is to... We, we talked about it. You don't remember it. I just finished the edit. Mm, I was going to say... I mean, you edit finished. the actual thing, and then I cut in all of the like music and stuff. Yep. So you probably don't remember. But we had this whole conversation about how uh, we we're going to rebuild the website, and everything was going to go but back up. But we did. And now, yeah, it is. We're, so we did do we're, what we we're, said. Yeah, we're doing, it just took a long time. Long <laughs> so we, we did it do went. it. Yeah. It's not like we broke a promise. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the topic for today is Dungeons and Dragons, or Dun- D&D. 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 Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. And Dragons. Dragonians. <laughs> Dungeons. 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 So Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Repeat, restart. No, no, no. We can. No. We'll keep going. We'll go uh, I'm it. sure it's nothing. It's nothing, but it's it'll nothing, be something when I'm something listening that we to left it. In yeah. For sure. yeah, we're gonna listen to it and be <laughs> like, like, yeah, that, no, no, that was something. That, that was something. That was something. That was good. Shouldn't have abandoned it so fast. Yeah, we don't have uh, to lame about it. A little history. A uh, brief little, like my personal history. If well, well let's start with like what is D and what is Dungeons okay. and Dragons. Just for anyone who's just like what's D and D, what's Dungeons and Dragons. Just like Dungeons a quick, what is it? And Dragons is a fantasy tabletop role playing game. Mm-hmm. It's basically you create stories uh, within this world that adheres to uh, the rules uh, created for like how players and the world can interact, and players can interact with each other, and then like if you get in a fight and whatnot, uh, that whole. Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, originally designed by Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson. Mm-hmm. It was first published in 1974. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the story I remember about that is that it was published by uh, Tactical. What was it Tactical Studies Rules? But it was like published super loose terminology of publish it was like they did everything by hand and then xeroxed a bunch of stuff and then stapled it together and then it was more distributed by that uh that company it was it was just basically like zines that they were making and then it then it really started blowing up and and people were like they needed to like increase the production value and stuff but yeah before it was just like newsprint that was stapled together for the books um can I just recommend something? Yeah. If you want a little bit more fun in depth, uh, check out Wizard and the Bruiser. Yeah. They do a D and D. A deep dive. A more deeper dive, and they're a lot. They're a lot of fun to listen to, and plus, there's a lot of good things. We'll probably end up doing a podcast about them because they're pretty awesome. But I think if you're gonna listen to something it's that's more anything, yeah. history, 
listen to yeah, the Wizard and Bruiser. They're we, pretty good. We don't really get into like the full history of something. We don't break We're, down anything. No, we we talk about. We give you the idea of what it is, and then we talk how about feels, how does it feel how to it us. Feels. Yeah, has now like it's been absorbed and is now published by Wizards of the Coast, mm-hmm. which uh, a lot of the things that we we do <laughs> these days are all Wizards of the Coast uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's just like you get you can just play it out of the books, or you can create your own whole story and world uh i've done both we're currently doing uh one out of a book and then we're gonna like transition that into a more like a uh, world that i'm creating because i i am the dm i am the dungeon master mm-hmm. you can also play with just dice or you can get like grids and like interlocking pieces and little miniatures that you can move around and have like more of a a visual representation or you can just do have your dm paint a word picture and Mm -hmm. then you play in that again i've done both um i kind of prefer the miniatures to be honest yeah me too yeah it's just it's it's a lot more fun to have a visual yeah yeah why don't you talk about your history then with it i mean it's not really when, when was your first game? So, okay, I guess my actual history started before the game. Because, like, if you were a child of the 90s who had uh, very Christian uh, family members, a very Christian guardian, you probably weren't allowed to, like, get into that stuff because of the whole the satanic panic uh, from, like, the 80s and the early 90s. So it's like... You can't do that because kids play this game and then they kill themselves over it and it's this whole... Th- I mean, if you're killing yourself over a game... I mean, people do that now with, like, video games and movies and whatnot, so... If it's you do a it, mental yeah, illness, for yeah, sure. It, there's, you're overlooking some major, major problems. Yeah. D&D is a game. It's no more, like, a, of a concern or a problem than, you know, watching... Uh, my little pony or whatever it, yeah. it like it, it, if you're gonna have that problem you're gonna have that problem and the outlet isn't really the issue here so it, like it was definitely something that you weren't allowed to do because of yeah uh the whole time that it existed so my uh experience like to the game was just not not experiencing the game i think my first actual exposure was the D&D movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think that was like 96, 95 or 6 or something when they came Oof. out. Has uh, It's very bad. Oh, it yeah. is a very bad... It's like... It, it's hard to say that it doesn't hold up to the standards because it's like it didn't hold up to the standards that it came out in. Uh. But it did have Jeremy Irons in it, which is always that thing. It's like, if Jeremy Irons is in a movie, it's either very good or very bad. <laughs> like, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Irons is in uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, a very good movie. Yeah. But he was also in that Dragon movie that uh, came out, the Ar- Ar- Aragon, Aragon. It yeah. was like a huge thing. It was a book, right? Yeah, it was a book series, but he was the voice of a dragon or something in that movie. And that movie is very bad. So it's like having him around does not no. determine the quality of it. No. Um, so, yeah, my first exposure was that very, very bad 
movie, like later on into like my teenage years. I don't know why or how I was exposed to it, but I did see like the old 80s D&D cartoon, cool. which was also very, very bad. <laughs> um, that was brought up as our, at a last session. Yeah, it's yeah, very bad. There's a character literally called the Dungeon Master. He's a little gnome dude. It's it's terrible. Um, the uh, it's just like a little gremlin wizard thing. Uh, and then following that, um, there's a web comic that I used to read a lot of. I guess I didn't really dig into that because uh, I'm just remembering it now. It was uh, called Commissioned, I think, or Commission webcomic and like a lot of it is just slice of life stories but like every so often he did like a whole D arc where he's uh like running his friends through a campaign and it was like all big jokey jokes <laughs> but like mostly i never played D because i was one of those nerds who was like i don't want to play this because it's what four smelly boys in a basement talking about how they're hitting things with swords it doesn't it doesn't sound like I'm, I'm a video game nerd i'm a comic book nerd i'm not a tabletop rpg nerd so yeah it's it's like i i think that growing up everybody had those like distinctions there's the hard line it's like yeah sure i might like anime but i'm at least i'm not like one of those assholes yeah, over there yeah, i'm not that type of i'm not larping at least there's that and then there's the larpers that are like yeah sure i i larp but at least i'm not one of those furries over there yeah. and then the furries are like sure i'm a furry but at least i'm not like a train a model train yeah. these and just kind of goes on there and like no matter what you do you always have a hard line it's like i'm a nerd but i'm not that yeah. kind of nerd. yeah not that so like, I was really not interested in doing it for a very long time. And then we met, uh, well, I met uh, our friend uh, Belle, like, when I was 20 or something. And they were playing, they uh, DM'd games themselves. And so uh, they were like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Are you interested in doing it? And I'm like, I don't know that I really would be, but yeah, I'll come hang out and, you know. See what it's you know, about. See what it's about. See if it might be fun why not I'm reading this webcomic about it so like, yeah. I have some idea of, of how it goes it might be it might be good for a laugh yeah. I never really thought I would get into it and then I got into it you became one of those nerds I became one of those nerds but now it's not a problem anymore because I, I say you're allowed to like what you like however you want to like it yeah as long as you're not hurting yourself or others it's fine yeah. What was your experience? What was your first exposure to? Uh, it would be it would be my cousin uh, Alan. He was definitely uh, a nerd, and he mm. got into the comics and mm. the video games and things like that. But he got into um, magic, and he did the D and D thing. And that was the first time I knew what that stuff was. And I mm. just I love the world of fantasy. And I think it's fairly cool, but I was really young at that time, so I really didn't understand what all of it was about and everything. But I yeah. just knew I wasn't allowed to play or ever play. Yeah. Because, again... Satanic panic. It's not even that. It was just the fact that some people took it so serious yeah. that they became the character they were that playing. Was, yeah. And but, it became scary because they were becoming these characters. Again, this is probably just a mental health issue that this person had because sometimes people just want to feel like they belong. And when yeah. they create... This alter ego is pretty much what their character yeah. is. It becomes too much. And sometimes 
their who they are as a person kind of seeps out into these characters and before you know it you feel more comfortable being the character instead of yourself and then you know bad things can happen and it's sad but that's what my mom saw and so my mom's like no you're never going to play that don't ever do that because that's that's a bad thing you could end up yeah. you know being in a in a basement with a bunch of sweaty <laughs> gross dudes and end up possibly getting yourself into any some yeah, danger some right stuff. when it wasn't that at all so yeah over time, you know, I always knew about it and I knew what it was in a sense of like mm-hmm. it was fantasy. People, you know, got around a table, but I always thought it was a guy thing, never a girl thing. I, I mean, thought it was, was just, a big part of it, yeah, but, I thought it was yeah. just a, a dude thing. It was just for guys. I rarely heard of girls ever playing it. So I'm thinking, well, there's no point in me ever worrying about getting yeah. into it because it's a guy thing, yeah. right? So never really it's like fantasy football. Yeah, I just never paid attention. It's not something so, that you hear a lot of girls doing. Exactly. Yeah. So you're just like, ah, whatever. So not until you and I really met. Mm. That the conversation came up of mm. this is what I do, this is what I've played, and mm. and I thought, well, that's kind of cool. It sounds interesting, and I'm old enough now to make my own decisions, <laughs> my and own. I don't know anybody out there, and I don't I've never heard any stories of people of recent days yeah. killing themselves over anything or causing any trouble. So I think the world of D and D is safe now. Yeah. So all the demons got yeah, got all the weirdness it. got yeah. yeah, it's okay now. I think we're good. <laughs> and so Josh was like, you know what? Let's let's try it. Let's just give her a shot so uh our roommates at the time uh Mm. and josh was like i'll create a campaign so he did and yeah we we played what two two games worth and then we kind of had to give up and yeah well just 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 mostly because of like getting people together and having time to arrange it, it it makes it tough so i mean that's one of the reasons why we i think we only did it twice but it was a good exposure it was kind of fun to see how i got to create a character which yeah. i absolutely adore i could spend days just making just characters. making characters like yeah. i would just build characters for people because it's just so much fun like that's the shit i love yeah. doing well, so it's putting I mean, numbers on paper. Yeah, but yeah. it's just like creating someone's backstory. Like, yeah. that's the stuff I like to do. It's like, oh, this person lived this way, this person lived this way, blah, blah, blah. It's so much fun to create a world and a person in the world and have a backstory for them and how they became who they were. Yeah. Right? And that's fun. So, like, my first character building yeah. was an experience on its own because mm-hmm. it was just like Josh was there with the dice and the book and we came up with little backstories and stuff of course I never get to use any of my backstory stuff because <laughs> for some reason making a backstory doesn't mean anything to everyone get, else it just means something to you it, yeah. so it's like everyone else is like oh yeah my character is this and you're like cool but my character is this and they're like we don't care your yeah. character's lame whatever Fuck <laughs> you're your just character. like Meow. Um, <laughs> my character's awesome but yeah that's my as much as my exposure was is just Knowing what it was, yeah. but only knowing it was something for guys, mm. it was fantasy, mm. and it was a game of some sort. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. I didn't know there was anything else to it. And I'm in love with the dice, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's a big part of it, is the, the dice. If you start getting into tabletop uh, role-playing, the dice are that thing that everybody ends up spending a ton of money because like every so often you walk by and you're like ooh those dice are really pretty or mm-hmm. ooh those have some heft to them mm-hmm. or you just like you walk into a game store and you roll one of the d20s and it like you roll like super high on it and you're like well obviously I need this die because like, I've, <laughs> I've, I've rolled nothing lower than a 17 I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is meant to be 
and then the little bastard lies to you when you play a game yeah, and maybe. it needs to go to dice jail. <laughs> so when we first started playing, uh, uh, well, when I first started playing, uh, we were playing uh, version 3.5. Um, that's where I was introduced to. And so uh, when Kamala agreed to sit down and we can try and, and play that stuff, like our first experiment was... We played 3.5, that's the, the first character you rolled, was it yeah. 3.5? And we had a friend uh, we were living with, uh, he had also played 3.5, so he rolled a character and I just ran them through like a couple scenarios to see if Camilla was even interested in doing that. We were also pretty drunk at the time, so oh, yeah, that, was that was very fun. fun. That, that was, was a fun, fun night. That was a sun, that was a Saturday night. We all got we're, really wasted. We were drinking Cosmos, I <laughs> yeah, think, totally on, the, ba- on the patio. Yeah. yeah, that was so much fun. And then we rolled a character and uh, we played uh, for just a couple, couple, uh, couple hours. Yeah, I think so. Played long enough to just get, do something. To right? g- yeah, to give you an idea, and then you agreed that you liked it, and we looked for uh, a group. Regarding the uh, satanic panic, the rumors about people getting like super obsessed with their characters and, and committing crimes and, and whatnot, there's actually a lot of studies about it. Um, example of this, it was uh, fictionalized into a novel and then made into a TV movie starring Tom Hanks in 1982 about Whoa. some dude who got like way too uh, obsessed. That's the worship of the devil. That's just the character. Yeah. Because everybody's character it's can a backstory. be good or bad the character can be a demon itself the yeah. char- character can be the best person in the world it's a character yeah it's like, a, it's the same as reading a comic or a book yeah it's tolkien it's just C.S. because Lewis. you listen to heavy metal doesn't make you <laughs> yeah. a heavy metal person it just means you enjoy the music yeah. it's can, harry potter yeah it's all that stuff it's all the stuff i mean if i mean harry potter had a big blast too uh, but look how popular harry potter is to this very day and exactly. there is no more going on same thing with video so, games, same thing with rock and roll. Yeah. It's like there's always going to be the group of like people that have to try to ruin it for the people mm-hmm. that actually love it and then they realize it was worthless to try to yeah. ruin it because, for everyone else because it's not something that's bad. So the <laughs> uh, in the interest of, of that, uh, various psychologists have done the research here, concluded there are no harmful effects related to playing D&D and of course, if there is something harmful it's because you've got way worse problems going on in your life and, exactly and having uh this sort of escapism is always going to be beneficial uh and then more recently dungeons and dragons has been cited with encouraging people to socialize weekly or bi-weekly mm-hmm. teaching problem solving skills which mm-hmm. can be beneficial in adult life and teaching positive moral decisions yeah even though most people who play the first time start their character off because you have nothing, you go around uh, killing everything, stealing everything. It's so commonplace. This the like your first four <laughs> Just levels. Just fools and stealing their gold. <laughs> your first four levels because you're so underpowered and you don't really have any agency beyond go kill a bunch of swamp rats or something like that. Yeah. Uh, there is a term. To describe those low-level characters who just wander around with nothing, murdering and stealing, and it's called murder hobos, <laughs> and that is murder hobos. Murder hobos. And like you, you develop your character well beyond that um, with like, like I said, like level five onwards when you actually like the 
the world, the unique powers and everything really opens up to you, then you can make more nuanced decisions and stuff, which is always to the benefit. Yeah, it takes a lot of leveling up to get to where you're going. I mean, what's nice is that when you started us off in both games, yeah. you started off as around like a level three. So yeah. that it gave us that opportunity that we didn't have to be murderous hobos. <laughs> and it just made things a little easier because then we at least have some powers. We yeah. have some abilities that can help us when it comes to maybe <clears throat> uh, a little bit higher ranked mm-hmm. boss or something. I think that's fair. I think that's a good way to plan it. I like starting people off at a higher level because, I mean, especially if some Somebody is like a long-term player like myself or our friend Belle mm-hmm. or uh, our friends June. Like they all played D&D before. So it, like starting them off at level one, having no powers and being able to get killed really easily Ugh. is like, it, it's not that much fun no. for them uh, because they have very limited agency and they have very limited decision making and stuff. So it's also like really boring uh, to be the dm right to, yeah. to run the game to be the dungeon master because like there's a bunch of cool monsters and and cool traps and puzzles and stuff i can throw at them but if but i you throw have like to wait till we're like level three anyway yeah if i throw a tra- uh, trap like a, a punji pit you know like a big pit with spikes at the bottom like if i throw that at you and like you guys just fail entirely i've killed your character immediately and it's like well, well okay fun. I have time to roll you a new character yeah uh, so and it's that's not really stupid because you just get to love your own character you yeah and that's a bit, that's a big thing too and you can't you, you've got to try to avoid <laughs> getting too attached you got to keep yourself at an arm's length yeah. for your character you can't fall in love with them yeah which is why uh, my favorite characters are now NPCs <laughs> so that I <laughs> so I can never kill them <laughs> um <laughs> Which, uh, why don't we uh, talk about that, uh, and then we'll talk about, like, our favorite d and uh, like, properties, like, d and stuff that's going on, because we, we listen to a bunch of D&D podcasts. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. We, we've seen it a lot in, like, TV and movies and shows and stuff, yeah. and so we can talk about that stuff. We'll talk about our characters, uh, but I will say, we started with uh, 3.5, mm-hmm. which I did feel like was... The most fun, it was like the most complete version because you have like all these individual uh, skills and whatnot. Uh, Then 4.0 came out and like some people really loved it. Some people really hated it because it was designed to be more like a video game. Specifically, Mm. it was designed to feel to feel and play more like World of Warcraft, right? Where it's like, here's your here's your powers that you can use. Here's like how frequently you can use them. And then the like combat systems were more exclusively tabletop you had to have characters you had to move them around the grid because otherwise you can't really it's hard to describe uh otherwise so Mm -hmm. like it really forced you into like you needed physical representations here's the skills here's how often you can use them kind of like cut out a lot of the soul of the game in my opinion you can tell that i'm not really a big fan of the 4.0 uh, but 5.0 came out, and that's the one that we're playing now, and that's when we first started, like, I hadn't played D&D in a very long time since first playing with Belle, um, and so, like, uh, I decided I wanted to do D&D, and I decided I wanted to do a Dungeon Dragon podcast with our friends, also on scudsworth.com, if you want to... Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, no experience necessary with uh, myself, June, Haley, and Matt. Yes. Um, so when we decided we wanted to do a DD podcast, I went out and bought uh, 5.0. And I, I actually like 5.0 the best. It's, uh, it is still pared down from 3.5, but it, like it's, it's more streamlined than anything else. And it's a lot clearer. It's like, you have this, you can do this. You have that, you can do that. Like, but not as like so strict video game structure e as yeah. as four point um, which is I mean that more than anything is just a uh, uh, preference I guess like it, some people probably love D and D four but again I mean, it's, it's preference just, yeah it's just not me yeah uh, so Camilla yes 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 would you like to tell me about the, your favorite character? You've made four characters now? Three. Three. Yeah. Three Are you sure? Yeah, have four. Nope, I only have three. Okay. So. Nova, the half elf. Yeah. Who's a druid. A druid. A druid. Yeah. And then I have Opal. Yeah. The hill dwarf. Yeah. Which is in uh, my, our friends Jess and Ryan, their campaign. Jess mm-hmm. is at the DM in that one. Uh, that's a lot of fun. We actually uh, have a. I think that's the longest running game you've been playing so yes. far. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's five, there's five of us plus the DM, so there's six all together, but there's yeah. five players. And then you guys sometimes cycle out. Sometimes not everybody can Yeah, it. and that's okay. I yeah. mean, like, I've even missed a game, and they found a way to just put me out of the game long enough so that when I came back on the next time, I was yeah. there. So it, it works. Like, if you, as long as the party doesn't go too far away, yeah. you're pretty good. And they made sure that they that still, they stayed, or, they stayed within an area and they made sure that whatever they were doing, it wasn't going to affect me coming back in yeah. and then being like, oh, what's up, guys? Um, and then I made one of my, actually, my favorite character thus far because I've had such a good oh, time. Was it the one that we were playing? Yes, oh. I actually really love Buffy. Buffy is a half orc barbarian and her whole thing is just so good to me like she is uh i made her um an entertainer yeah uh what would you call is that that's not her class is it that's uh that's that's like her backstory her Her backstory yeah Yeah. so her backstory is is like an entertaining so you're thinking what would a half orc barbarian do for entertaining well he let me tell you she is a professional wrestler. She, so, like, a mucho libre kind of thing. So, she's, she's got, like, a million costumes and, like... Camilla was just... creating this character directly after watching Glow oh, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I watched so. Glow and I was just like, okay, I want to create a buff lady. And, like, a half-orc barbarian wrestle lady was, like, yeah. so good. And she's so badass. Like, she's got, like, the shaved head. Like, similar to my own haircut, yeah. that's how hers is. She's got, like, little piercings and scars on her face. And each scar has a story because, like, as a half-orcs and as orcs anyway, scars are a big thing. Like, scars mean a lot. You can yeah. either be ashamed of them or be proud of them. And Buffy is, like, freaking <laughs> proud. Like, she wears these bad boys, like, badges of honor. Like... Mm. So good, but her backstory is so much fun, and I I think that was my most enjoyable backstory. Yeah. To create, so I think she's my favorite. Opal's my second. Nova Nova hasn't really had much of a chance to be a character I've been playing. That's because that was the first. That was when we were first, first one seeing if you were with our roommates it. and yeah. stuff. 
I think I'll develop her over time. Yeah, we'll find another place for her. I think she'll. I think she'll come in somewhere else. And, and I mean, you maybe one day you're gonna get tired of being the uh, hit things with an axe uh, character, yeah. and you'll want to go back to like I want to do my magic user again. And, yeah, and we can and just that's bring exactly her back because yeah. I I always thought of myself as like a healer or someone that was more gentle and everything. But then I realized over time that is not my personality. <laughs> Buffy's want, more my personality. You want to go like, find somebody to suplex? Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> kick some ass like yeah. Buffy is like literally my alter ego coming out and just yeah. being like I like to punch things is that wrong <laughs> uh, our game is very fun we're playing entirely <sighs> in the so underdark much fun. Uh, we're getting at this point where it's like we're at the point in the story where there's not a lot that they can do the role playing with so a lot of it no. is just like rolling dice doing a thing but you guys are getting close to the end so the yeah. role playing is is going to really take hold in probably the next session we play. Oh yeah, yeah. And everybody's character is so good. Like, uh, got, should we just talk about our well, friends' we've got, characters? We got um, Jace, who is Tilly, a gnome, she's a little witch a gnome. Little witch gnome. She's an old woman gnome. Yeah. Uh, which is great because she has this. Mykonid, which is like a living it's, toadstool thing. It's, toad. His name is Stool. Yes, yeah, Stool. And he's not super intelligent. He's about as smart as a dog. And so she, it's this old gnome, this tiny old woman who adopted a dog, basically, yeah. but fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we have uh, Belle is playing with us as well. She's doing Tria? Tria? Tria. 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 Yeah, Tria. Uh, who's a, a paladin. Paladin, yep. Um, and Buffy and Tria's backstory, they, they have a shared backstory. They were... They, uh, were half-sisters. They're half-sisters, and not, like, directly. No, because we're uh, two different races. We're two different races. I think you guys share the dad. We share a dad. He's a hoe. You also... <laughs> uh, you are, Yeah, because Tria's a half-elf, and you're a half-orc, yeah. so... Just a, a big old man whore. Well, he, uh, he but you around. also both worked for the same brewing company, the yes. Drinks Lots drink drink Brewing Co. Yep. And so you have the honorific of Drink Lots. So my my character's name is Buff. That's her actual first name is Buff. Buff Drinks Lots. Drinks a Lots. And then I think it was Blood something. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what her last name Bloodstone? is. Bloodstone? Bloodstone or something yeah. like that. So that's her <clears> full <throat> name. But she goes by Buffy because that's what everyone... That's all her call, friends call her, her, right? So it's just Buffy. Unless she goes by Bob Johnson. But, <laughs> but I think now you gave we've, that we've gave that to, to my pet. Uh, <laughs> I got Buffy, a hook horror. <laughs> Buffy has a baby hook horror as a pet, which is... Uh, like a monstrous turtle thing with, with like hooks. hooked hooked arms that yeah. slash and rip, yeah. and they found they found a nest and an it, egg hatched and it uh, ducklinged ducklinged to Buffy. Yeah, it imprinted on me. Uh, our friend Jules yeah. is playing Vaughn, who is a elf. I think it's a full no, uh, no, uh, d- demon. Um, tiefling. 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 Yeah, Ranger. he's a tiefling. Not a ranger, a rogue. Rogue, yeah. that's what it was. Rogue. Uh, and we haven't gotten a lot of backstory off of Vaughn yet, except uh, if you it's want all him... about that month. Yeah, if you want him to do anything, you have to tell him that there's a, a treasure involved. Yeah. Or give him money up front. And there's another <laughs> pet I am going to be introducing very soon. Which I think you, it is. You haven't gotten to that... No. We haven't gotten to that part yet. No. But there is a pet on the way for... For Vaughn. For Vaughn. And then uh, eventually <laughs> there's a pet 
on the way for uh, Tria as well. Yeah. Because I am literally just making these guys Pokemon. These are their... <laughs> uh, everybody's got their own little Pokemon uh, Pokemon partner. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, I, I'll just mention my character super quickly. Yeah. Uh, I have two that I really like. Um, so Buffy's character was created almost directly in parallel with this old character I played called Biggs McLarge Huge. Yes. He's <laughs> uh, also a half-orc. Uh, he, except, you know, rather than going off and being proudful and everything, uh, he was a half-orc who got, you know, uh, kicked out of his crew because he's not a real orc. And so he's just, like, super prideful and he's trying to go uh, make a name for himself so that he can rejoin the tribe. And, like, his, his arc was exclusively... Uh, I am here to get in fights. If I can go kill a dragon and bring its head back, then I'll be part of the family again. So, like, his whole thing is, like, uh, he's my Suicide Squad character. He's just like, I'm going to do this, and either I win or I die, and either way, that's good. Um, but my very favorite character, mm. the one that I... Uh, I've got to meet this character. Several times now, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's... Uh, it's the second or third character I ever rolled, uh, and I've been playing them for years now. His name is Jim, the wizard. It's actual, his full name is Jipcast Inglib Malagri the Eighth, uh, <laughs> but he goes by his initials, which is Jim. Nice. Um, <laughs> he uh, is a adventurer. He's... Uh, his whole goal is to find rare books, rare tombs, get a lot of money, all that stuff, because he's building a, uh, he's like building the un Unseen Academy. The uh, He's basically building a giant library with super powerful uh, tomes and stuff. So lots of books, lots of magics. Uh, and so that's his goal. He just goes across the world uh, looking for rare, powerful artifacts to add to his library. And he's very bad at this. He's a big old chicken. Um, we were designing his character. He's he was just like completely draped in robes and stuff. He's got a big floppy hat. And my favorite thing that we decided on, he wears bunny slippers everywhere. Those are the shoes he wears are just like little pink bunny fluffy bunny slippers. Love it. Yeah. He's very bad at his job. Yeah, he actually uh, became part of the campaign with Jess and Ryan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. the the one that you're playing with, uh, with which character was that? Not Nova. The Opal. Opal. Yeah. yeah. The so, one you're playing with, Opal. I got to sit in in the session. Yeah, a few sessions, and everybody loved Jim. <laughs> Everyone thought he was so great because Wazzy was just like, "When's Jim coming back?" He's <laughs> like, "So we've agreed that when Josh does come to a session, when he would like to, I'm just trapped in another he's, thing. He, he's just trapped somewhere. So whatever <laughs> situation we are currently in, he is in a cage or strapped to something, or he's drowning, or just anything, anything dangerous. He just happens to be there. So yeah. that's Jim will always be the wizard." we have to rescue and then he'll play and then he'll just disappear after we rescue him and then yeah. we'll never see him until he comes back yeah but everyone's totally good with that so jess is like that's just what we're do every time whenever Jim i'm, comes I'm in, able to sit around with yeah you he has to be rescued and <laughs> it's just it, it's fun because it just makes things more interesting because like the campaign i play with uh with opal they're a great group too yeah we have so much fun we laugh and we giggle and we make up jokes like 
Opal has a fear of geese. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a random thing to have a fear of. But then I have like a Batman thing somebody mentioned where it's like, yeah, I have a fear of geese, but yet I can train them and like they can do my bidding. <laughs> so it's just so funny to just be like, yeah, Opal has a fear of geese, but yet she can control them. I like, control them. <laughs> I can control the geese. So it's... It's fun. And then, Why be afraid of something that you can control? And yeah. you can control most things by putting them in a headlock. Exactly. <laughs> and that goose will get it. So, I mean, like... And the fun thing is, is, like, we we made a joke about the goose when geese see Opal. Yeah. They do this thing where, like, one minute they're stationary, and then they whip their head around and they see Opal. Where Wazi, she's our animator, she goes and makes an actual little gift. Oh, oh you have the, one? I have a gift of a goose doing this funny little, like head swivel thing where his head's like perfectly still and then he does like a whole loop and then he's staring at the camera it is so perfect i mean it's those moments in the game that you create your own inside jokes because and it's only within the game like you can do it outside of like you can make silly jokes when you're not playing the game but when you're in the game you remember all these little funny things that happened that no one else will ever understand what you're talking about. Because it's just like, yeah, it's it, so in-game and so into the group that it will this, make no sense outside of the table. D&D is literally an inside joke generator. Yeah, and that's all it's it is. so good. Uh, we are almost at our, our uh, time here, so let's uh, just run through some of the D&D stuff that we really like that we'd want people to check out if they haven't yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, the obvious one is the Adventure Zone uh, from the McElroys. We talked about it in our McElroy episode. Taz. Uh, Yeah, Taz, the Adventure Zone. Um, The uh, balance arc they did is pretty much the thing that convinced us to, like, make sure we made time for it again. It's Um, one of my favorites. Yeah, for sure. Like, if if nothing else, definitely listen to the balance arc Mm -hmm. because you will get hooked yeah, the Instantly. characters are wonderful. Like you, the the first couple episodes are a little rough because they didn't really know what they're doing. They with their weren't characters. really taking it serious. Yeah, and but then if, we realized how serious they had to start taking it. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you can muscle through to like episode five or six, then, then that that's really that's when it's going to hook you. Yeah. But yeah, it's understand that. These were people who didn't play D&D before, and they weren't really they serious ex- about it. They expect it to be a big thing. They and didn't expect it to be successful. They're doing it constantly, and they're very good at it. And not only that, is they they were able to take the balance arc and create a graphic novel with it. So yes. the first two books are... The first one is out. The second one's out in July. Yeah. Which we've already pre-ordered and yeah. it will be on its way. So, I mean, if you're not interested in listening, you could definitely pick it just up pick at up the your Indigo book. chapters or wherever or you're just at. Or order just, it off of Amazon yeah. or... Go. And read it. I mean, it doesn't give you the best parts of it because the best parts are them are bickering them and then laughing, talking. Yeah. And, yeah, but I mean, it gives you a, a good idea. <laughs> uh... What, uh, other things are you into with the, uh... Um, honestly... I think you listen to another podcast, don't you? I, I've listened to... Another, I listened to another one, but I kind of fell off because I stopped listening to my podcast mm. since I started driving. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you drive. You just you don't have doing, time to you listen to your podcast. You stop doing the things you did when you were taking the bus. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the name of it, which is really sad because it was, was it? a very good one. It was more... It wasn't... I think it was on the line of Pathfinder, mm. uh, kind of a Pathfinder. Do you want to run it? Go grab your... Yeah, I'll you, vamp. You vamp. Uh, I know that a lot of people are into Critical Role. Uh, yeah, we, a huge one. <laughs> we, uh, we don't listen to Critical War, Role. Dead. Oh, no. 
We don't listen to Critical Role too often, uh, but uh, every so often we'll go on to like YouTube and watch uh, watch him play. We watched the one with the uh, Critical Role, the main, the DM running Stephen Colbert through. Oh, that was so perfect. It was very fun. That was really so perfect. Because if you ever get a chance to watch that too, that's so good. Because you should see the shit-eating grin on yeah. Colbert's face. Like, it's so... He looks like he's just in heaven. He's yeah. a child just sitting there <laughs> rem- reminiscing about how he used to play constantly. Yeah, yeah, it's so much fun. Um, I mean... Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah, that's D and D. Stranger Things has D and D in it a ton, and that's kind of why I wanted to run the campaign that I'm running because I they call the monster in Stranger Things the Demogorgon. Because we're doing the Abyss, right? Yeah, we're doing um Out of the Abyss, uh, yeah. which is all of the demons and like. Uh, demon lords and gods and stuff are uh, all coming after them and I really wanted to run a campaign that had the actual Demogorgon in it. Which is awesome. Which you guys are actually coming up on. Oh uh, no! That'll be like another three or four sessions from now, but yeah, he's, he's coming. You gotta level up fast. Yeah, you do. We're only at level five. Do you got, yeah, you're, I think you're gonna hit level six pretty soon. Yeah. If I remember. Yeah. You're gonna look at your character sheet. Here we go. I got it right here on the table because it's on our last session. Uh, oh, you're only level four or three. Three? No. Did she not level up? Oh no. Yeah, no, you're level, level four. four. That's silly, Jace. She just didn't. Jace level didn't up. level up. Okay, so you're you're coming up to level five. I think you had like uh maybe five hundred uh, XP, and then y'all yeah crack it. We'll be good. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Bone yeah. meal. Uh, you got about a thousand to yeah. go. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Bone meal. That's it? the last yeah, name. Yeah, Buffy bone, bone meal. Yeah. Buffy drinks lots. Bone meal. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Stranger Things has a lot in there, and I do like the way that uh, they tell the stories, and it's all like segmented, reflecting what happens in the actual show is what they do in this in those little scenes. Yeah. Um, honestly, if you really want to uh, get a an idea of like how fun and bonding of an experience it is. There's two D&D episodes of Community, the old sitcom. Maybe oh, just, yeah. Maybe just go watch the D&D episodes of Community. I think the first one is in, like, season two, and the second one is, like, in season five. Yeah. Um, but they're they're very funny. <laughs> they are very fun. Especially the whole, I wrote these characters for each of you, and they just picked them all randomly, <laughs> and so they're playing completely different characters than they were supposed to be playing. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that a good place? I think that's a good place. I think we uh, talked about our favorite parts of D&D for yeah. long enough. People are probably not listening to it because we didn't cut in music or anything. Maybe I'll just... Everyone, put a background music. Yeah, should we? Kind of should we just have it? When you're we'll do it. Playing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll when we're actually playing the game. Josh has a. So retroactively, yeah. we're tell- talking about it now, but uh, that I probably heard it, heard it through the whole thing. Yeah, heard it, heard it. <laughs> probably, like maybe I'll select specific uh, tracks for when we're describing specific characters. Maybe mm. it depends on how much work I want to do. You're probably listening to it now, and it's just like that oh, sounds like. The town from Legend of Zelda, the whole way through, something <laughs> yeah. like that. <laughs> <Or> D&D. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, quick. Oh. T- 
Tell them what you found at the uh, farmer's market. Oh, uh, we went to a farmer's market uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that. Uh, We were just kind of going through like the, it's just a flea market uh, type thing. And we were wandering around and I found a big box of uh, cards. It is the all new 1993 series fantasy collector cards part three. It's from the Advanced Dungeons and Dragons series. Uh, in the box that we found, we had like random packs of like one uh, series one, two, and threes. Yeah. Um, there's like a solid 40, 40 packs That's of sweet. these cards in there. Uh, if you, you know, check out uh, my Instagram. Instagram, maybe I'll toss them up on, yeah, on uh, the website on too. Um, they are very bad. They're so bad. They the are art is horrible. The art is very early nineties fantasy where it's, it's gross. It's like it's you know, so bad. Just one person in the office is like, Hey Dave told me you can you can draw. What what do you what do you draw? And he's like, I'm not really that good. Oh but you know, we we're gonna do this set of cards and stuff and like I've seen you like doodle uh stuff. Like, do you ever do any like fantasy airbrushing on like vans and stuff like a wizard fucking a dragon and he's like well no i don't usually do stuff like that i usually just kind of like i just doodle in the margins on my on my papers (laughs) well you're gonna make this series of cards we need 500 cards (laughs) have at her they're very it's bad. so bad. The art is very bad, and that's why I love them so yeah, much. They're, they're so, so much terrible. They're Anyways, so much uh, yeah, um, check out my Instagram. Uh, there's already some photos on there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, take a couple photos of like my favorite, and I'll put them up on the website. Sounds good. Uh, so speaking of, uh, you can find us on social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Tescud. That's T E H S C U D. Uh, that's also the same as our Patreon, if you wanted to kick us a couple dollars. Uh, now that we're back to the rhythm, we've rebuilt the website, all that stuff, uh, the Patreon is going to become very important. So yes. if, you, if you're if you enjoying this, if you check out our stuff, maybe consider giving us a buck. If you don't have a buck a month to spare, uh, just put, like just, and share. Yeah, and... like and share. Put it on, on your Twitter. Put yeah. it on uh, your Instagram. Maybe yeah. just forward it to uh liking sharing and subscribing is the best best you can do if you don't have a lot of money yeah maybe uh forward this episode to like people at wizards of the coast and maybe (laughs) they'll kick us some dollars because of how much we talk about maybe they'll give us a maybe they'll hire us to like write characters since we write so many backstories maybe they'll let us write characters for (laughs) like other games that'd be that'd be fun (laughs) Maybe Jim, uh, Jim the Wizard, and, and Buffy can appear in like the an official, an official <laughs> campaign. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, you guys make it happen. Come on, the internet's this is what it's for, right? Yeah. We should probably talk to Luke. See if we can make <laughs> it happen. Say, hey, Luke. <laughs> yeah, we have a friend. Uh, oh, I guess that's a bit of a conflict, but we have a friend, uh, a couple friends who both work at uh, at. And they're Wizards wonderful the human they're, beings. Yeah, Luke is Luke is awesome. So yeah, let's let's go check out Luke McKay too. Yeah, uh, exactly. Go He's find amazing. Luke McKay on, on Twitter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, you can find all of our stuff on uh, scudsworth.com. You can find Camilla's Twitter. She's at Nova oh, Berries. 
Novaberry? Novaberry. I never know. You always catch me off guard. I always like... I don't understand how... Anyways, you can find her stuff on Twitter. Okay, so my Twitter is TessGud. The Patreon is patreon.com slash TessGud. My Instagram is te.scudsworth. Yes. Twitter for me is Novaberries. And then your Instagram? And then Novaberry Blue is my Instagram. Uh, You can also find uh, all of our videos on YouTube uh, at, I think it's Tescut as well. I thought I know it was under I, your Joshua Miller. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Which oh, is Twi- really... Twitch is under Tescut. Yeah. Yeah. We need to figure out how to change I your YouTube. I fucking don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. We have to see. Just go Just go to the website. Go to scottsworth.com. Yeah, just go to scottsworth. Just go. Just go. Just go. Like, what else to, are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, if you just on. go to the website, you can find, find everything. everything there. Yeah, you're just wasting our time now. Oh, shut up. Don't <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Oh, too, too, <laughs> Go back. Yeah. too harsh. Okay. Uh, we, we why don't you yeah, leave us uh, a rating and a review yes, uh, if you enjoyed this episode. And we'll be back hopefully next week. We're going to try to get back into this rhythm. So mm-hmm. hopefully uh, hopefully we'll keep keep this train rolling. Yes. And uh, that's, that's it. it. I'm sure the music is playing at this point, probably. Bye. I love you. Bye. 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 Oh, I still like okay. <laughs> and then the music's going like do 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 do